0: Cajun Field Demolition Day. It's Lockdown Sunbelt. You are Locked On Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back to another edition of Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. Today's episode brought to you by LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. All right, we'll talk about the uh, stadium demolition at Cajun Field here in Lafayette here in a minute. Uh, Cajuns, not Cajuns, uh, the Sun Belt have lost a couple of... Coaches to other power uh, to other G5 schools that's a problem. Uh, when they're pointing up and they have the money, everybody may be a special case, uh, but they seem to be losing their coaches to other uh group of five schools and comings and goings. At least one player is staying. We'll see maybe if his teammate uh will join him. He did get an honor. Uh, we're talking about a couple of guys in Troy. All right, so today in Lafayette, in typical Cajun style. Uh, They made a party out of tearing down a stadium. Middle of the day, (laughs) we're having barbecue, and we're having beer. Um, Adopted Dog uh, here in... Well, Adopted Dog provided the beer, and Mid-City Barbecue, same company, provided the barbecue. And both were absolutely delicious. You know, we're going to actually play a video that I took, so I have the rights to it. Uh, And I actually was out there for a few hours today just talking with folks, and... It's a thing, and the whole stadium thing is not the point that I want to get to, but we will play. Let's see if this works here. We will play. It looks like it's part of the elevator or elevator shaft that's coming out of the stadium. Check this out. So that was pretty cool. All right. And so they're going to take the tower down where it says Cajun field. Most of that may have been down today. And then uh, Dr. Brian Maggard, the vice president of athletics, told me they're going to start from right to left uh, and knock down the upper deck. And he says it's going to take 60 days. So that's not very long. Right. So by, you know, a little bit after, you know, January 31st or right after the Super Bowl, uh, it will be. Demolished, all right. It's still gonna take two years to go, or a year and a half per se, uh to, to get fixed, right? It's supposed to be ready for 2025. And that's basically what I want to talk about. This is a chance to uh reboot uh Raging Cajun's football. And uh Mike Desimo in the press conference today said, you know, you don't very often get a chance to to be in a new stadium, and that's what he's telling his players the last couple of years. And the players that are staying are still here. And maybe the players that are coming Uh, that you just, you know, Cajun field has been here for over 50 years uh, and there hasn't been anything new about it anytime recently. Uh, And so raging Cajuns football has a chance to reboot. Now, the first thing other than the stadium, uh, they need to, get back to what they were doing, all right? It's been a tough couple of years. Mike Desimo had to deal with a bunch of defections from the the coaching staff and a bunch of players. And at today's press conference, he said, you know, from the team that played in the New Orleans Bowl in 21 when he took over, 45 players were not on the team the next year. Well, that's half your roster, all right? That's a ton. Uh, More than half your scholarship players. And so it's going to take a little bit of time to get that going. They have some pretty good talent. All right. And now you got Zeon Chris, a quarterback, probably. All right. You have uh, Draylen Washington and Zylan Perry. You have some really good receivers. All right. They're losing some veteran guys, but they have some young guys that could be here for a couple of years and they will continue to recruit the guys they recruited last year. Right. Are going to get to play. And maybe the guys they recruited a couple of years ago, will get to play. And now, you know, by the time 25 comes around, the guys that are being recruited this year will get to play. And that's what they have to do for whatever reason, uh, economically based, right. Because, you know, a lot of the jobs with the oil services industries, you know, left and never came back. Although the oil industry has been, you know, gangbusters, you know, for the last few years, the jobs have just not come back. And, you know, the Cajuns, when I got here in 2013, you know, were drawing 25,000, 28,000, maybe 30,000. They had they announced a pretty good crowd for the Sunbelt Championship in 21. I don't think it was as much as they announced it, but whatever the case may be. During that year, they weren't drawn. They were drawing 10 and 12,000. They were having their best year ever. And they weren't drawing very much. Uh, so a couple things have, have happened. Now they're going to get a stadium, and it's going to be gorgeous. And I would set the, the bottom line. All right, and, and rain, I don't expect people to sit out and rain. Heat, we live in the heat. Deal with it. I would also presume that they probably won't. You can never predict these things, right? They probably will wait. Also, I'll give them more time. They'll probably start on a two-game road trip, right? They won't play Labor Day weekend at home. They'll probably have game number three at home, something along those lines, just to have a little bit more time uh, to make sure that the stadium is ready. So maybe it'll cool off a little bit. Not all that much. Um, but they need, they need to average 25,000 fans ballgame. It's going to hold 30 grand more, right? It'd be nice. It'd be, you know, I'd, I'd be foolish to tell you they need to average 30,000, sell it out the whole first season and, you know, have 180,000. That's probably not realistic. Also, some of that's going to depend on the team and the weather. All right. You got to take it all into consideration. Uh, So if the team isn't any good. It doesn't matter how nice your stadium is. The people are going to fall off around here. And so they need need to do a good job of putting the team together. And now when he's recruiting, right, he he can say, hey, look, we started, right? When Mike Desimo and his coaching staff are out there recruiting, we started. This is what it's going to look like, all right? And it's going to look really good. It really is. It's going to be uh, a fantastic facility when they're done with it. The other thing that they have done... Uh, they have stopped with the Ticketmaster. Again, it's an odd deal with the whole Cajun Dome. Um, they ran the ticket tickets for Raging Cajun football, not a Raging Cajun employee. And I think that's changing. They're bringing people in to sell. And I think I've mentioned it on this before. They need to sell groups. As somebody who did that back in the day with minor league baseball, you know, the chances that you're coming with your friends, whether it's a, a, you know, church group or what, you know, whatever it is, you know, 40 under 40 or a seniors group or whatever the case may be. The chances that you've already paid and you're coming with friends, the chances that you're going to show up are much higher than, you know, let's just skip this one. No, you sell it and you and you end up going and you get more people in the stadium. And so this is where the Cajuns have two years. All right to make sure that they're doing everything they can on and off the field to make sure that stadium is relatively filled. The one thing that is changing, and actually is going to stay the same between 24 and 25, the press box, which is technically on, uh, I'm going to screw this up. Um, the West side, all right? Yes, the West side all right, uh, is now going to be on the east side and it's going to stay that way. So the cameras, when, they're, when the TV is being shown, is now going to be full in 2025, right? So when it looks like the stadium is empty because the students aren't there and the away team doesn't travel and don't look very good, well, that's not going to be the case moving forward. You're going to see... A, in 24, you're going to see the construction. And B, when it's completed, you're going to see a full house. So that's going to be pretty good. So the press box is not going to be on the same side as it was before. All the press facilities will be on the other side, will be on the east side of the stadium. And so they need to do everything they can to make sure that the product is good. All right. And that's holding on to some of these guys that may want NIL. I don't know if anyone's going pro early. But, you know, you need to hold on to some of the guys that you have right now. Zion Chris being the big one, all right, and the running backs and probably some defenders and some wide receivers and such. And then the marketing has to build up, all right? You have to figure out on how to, you're going to market it because I'm not sure they do a, a great job doing that, all right? Um, there is a little, you know, in there that they, you know, if you build it, they will come, but that's going to go away fast. So you need to make sure that you are doing the best you can. And they have a two, they have a, it's a year and a half window really, but it's really a a two season window. Next season is practice. They can actually work on things that did this work one game and that work for another game, right? You can actually see what works because next year, let's be honest, next year, the East side of the stadium should be full. I, I mean, everyone's going to be sitting on there right all of the money people and the students right it really should be 15,000 fans it should be full every game <laughs> you know you should figure that one out they should have that figured out so today was demolition day i thought it was pretty cool and we'll see what happens moving forward the process is just starting uh but um it's more it's it's more about not only building a stadium but building a program and because moving forward, they have to be able to draw 25,000 of all game. It, re- it really is, okay? If you have a rivalry with Southern Miss or ULM gets good or Coastal comes back or, or Texas State stays good, great, all right? Or you're bringing in a, a Southern or a McNeese or a Grambling to where they travel well, great. But otherwise, you need to make sure you're bringing in the community to uh, fill that stadium up. As much as possible, certainly more than has been over the last few years. All right, let's take a time out when we come back. How does the Sun Belt keep their coaches because they're losing them to a group of five uh, schools? Let me tell you a little bit about LinkedIn. I had it set up right. I didn't trust myself. <laughs> when you're hiring your small business, you want to have as many top tier candidates as possible to interview. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a ha- than more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates, so easy in fact that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. Thankfully with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick and easy. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash lockdown college. That's linkedin.com slash lockdown college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Dave Schultz, locked on Sunbelt your team every day. At the end, we'll do some comings and goings. I don't know if there's anyone's goings just yet. uh, But there is somebody returning. And maybe we'll see if his teammate is going to join him. um, To stay in, I guess it would be Eastern Alabama. All right. So how does the Sunbelt keep their coaches? Because the Sunbelt, the last couple of years, excuse me, have lost a couple of big-time coaches. Jamie Chadwell, had Coastal Carolina, heading in the right direction. He went to Liberty. Now he's in a New York 6 table. He's out at the festival, right? So that certainly worked for him. Plus, I'm not sure if he was making a million at Coastal Carolina, but now he's making four at Liberty. And now John Summerall is headed back to Tulane. Former assistant coach there has jumped from Troy to Tulane. That's not not what, you know, Jamie Chadwell jumped a whole lot more financially than... John Summerall did. And we put it out there. Is it, you know, is it a lateral move? And financially, it's not. Even if you're going from 1.4 to 2.5, that's not a lateral move. That is a big chunk. That's over a million dollars. Right? That's more than 50%. That's a lot of money. Okay. The idea, though, is can you win a championship more at Troy or at Tulane? Aren't they on the same level when it comes to that? Now, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so, Liberty is its own little self, right? A deeply religious institution with who knows where the money comes from. And Tulane is an extremely expensive private school. Though I think they are more about being an expensive private school than an athletic program. All right? And so, but that's part of why I think Willie Fritz left. He said it and kind of came out and said it that, you know, Houston ha- is is committing to athletics and it kind of felt like it was a shot at too late so now john summerall leaves troy because again i don't know how much more he can accomplish at troy and we've talked about that but what can you do to keep these coaches right kurt signetti kurt signetti you know he went to a power five school he can't compete with that jam you can't compete with you know even if it is a middling So maybe below, below average, you know, power five school, Indiana has, you know, a couple of years ago, they were pretty good and they've had a couple of good coaches, a couple of good players over the years, but Indiana certainly hasn't, you know, been a regular big 10 contender. Right. They're not even like Kentucky. Right. Or, well, I don't know about Mississippi state. Mississippi state was, you know, kind of, and Ole Miss kind of came out of nowhere a few years back, but but you can't compete with the Power Five School. All right. You just can't. But now the Sun Belt is losing to group of five schools. What can you do? Right. I, I got to believe that Keith Gill is talking. We got to figure something out here. Right. You can't be losing coaches when it's like a million dollars difference, when it's three or four million dollars difference. You can't do anything about that. Right. I also, I, I also am a big believer that you know, when coaches renegotiate it. And I thought maybe there's a little Jimmy Sexton thing going on here. Jimmy Sexton's the agent, If you follow college football. He often gets extensions for coaches that may not necessarily deserve it. Uh, some do, all right, and, and John Summerall deserved it. And Troy stepped up. I don't know what he was making before, but I thought it was less than a million dollars, and they stepped up. The reports added to 1.4 million. Apparently, reports. Or at least in the comments, it's 2.5 at Troy. You can't you can't blame him for taking the game. All right. And there is um there's a lot. All right. And you are, it really is night and day, right? Troy is the Troy is a small college town. There is not a whole lot in Troy except maybe the university. It's a small college town. There are getting Clyde May's distillery is is going up in there, and that's going to open up in, in April. But even that, I think, is only 30 jobs. So there's not a whole lot going on in Troy besides the school. And I'm not exactly sure what the industry is in new Orleans outside of uh, tourism for the most part. It used to be oil, but it's mostly tourism now. Uh, And, but you do have, you know, it costs a lot of money to go to Tulane. It does. It is a night and day school, right? Troy is a, you know, um, well-regarded, you know, public institution in Alabama, Tulane is a highly regarded private institution that costs a lot of money to go to. And if they ever decide to put some of that money towards football and their athletic program, watch out. We'll see if they'll do that over the next few years. So, how do, how do you do it? I mean, can you renegotiate the TV deals? How, how can you get these schools more money? Right. I mean, the SEC, right, is they get like $50 million a year. The point of like Florida State and Miami and Clemson wanting out of the ACC, if that happens to be true, is because they're getting like 30. I don't even know if they're getting that much. But even if they're getting like 25 or 30, every year it's a $20 million difference. So over, you know, four years, the SEC school is getting $200 million. And the ACC schools are getting $100 million. Well, that makes a big difference if you're building facilities and paying coaches. All this stuff's going up. Somewhere along the way, the bubble's going to burst, but I don't think it's going to burst anytime soon. So somewhere along the way, the Sun Belt has to figure out how to pay their coaches. Right? And the Cajuns may be lucky. We'll see if Mike Desmo ever leaves. If he ever has the success that has him on a track to leave. Right? He he's been here forever. Played, grew up here, played here, high school coach here, now head coach here of the college football team. So he may actually stay. Uh, if he has a Billy Napier type of deal, and maybe you know, when Billy Napier came back to coach occasions, he knew he had a good team, all right. And he went 13 and one, and they had their best year ever. Mike Desimo coached that team in the New Orleans Bowl against Charles Huff and Marshall, and, and eventually won the football game. But Napier knew what he had, and maybe he wasn't happy with the offers, you know. Whereas, uh, John Summerall, we'll go into it, you know, who's coming back for Troy and who isn't. Maybe that was part of the reason why he was leaving. All right. Now he got it At Tulane. He got to replace David Pratt, who's already committed to the senior bowl. Uh, and so we'll see what, you know, Tulane may be in the same boat as Troy in terms of, you know, replacing players and having big talent turnover, having a big talent turnover. All right, let's take a timeout. We'll we'll talk a little Sunbelt Cummings and uh, coming and goings. Uh, one player uh, returning, still waiting to see the other player. But he got a big time award. All right, so we'll talk about a couple of players at Troy when we come back. Let me tell you about FanDuel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit Fanduel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. Fanduel, official partner of the NFL. Uh, Dave Schultz, locked on Sunbelt, your team every day. Don't forget bowl games, a lot going on with that. That's all starting on Saturday. We will be at the New Orleans bowl for uh, the Cajuns and Jack State. And we'll certainly preview that later on. Uh, Did do well. It's a little bit odd. Like, you know, I'm, so my former producer, quick story, my former producer uh, in radio would go to the casinos and, you know, I know many people that bet the don't pass line on the craps table, but he would. And so uh, my theory in the gambling is, yeah, I bet on good teams to play good and bad teams to play bad. Well, now I'm betting on the bad teams to – usually that was the case where I'd bet on the, the good team to beat the bad team, right? And when the opposite happens, that's gambling. It happens, Right. Well, now I'm betting on the bad team to be bad. And one of the bad teams right now in college basketball is LSU. They're just not good. And they were favored at home against Kansas State. Didn't understand why. So that was a relatively uh, easy win. And we'll see other schools, uh, other games moving forward. Uh, I think the Pelicans covered against, uh, against Minnesota, which was a nice bounce back after poor showing against the Lakers. So there are games out there, and the Pistons are awful. Although, make sure that they are not covering. They've lost like 20 in a row, so be careful with that. Uh, All right, Dave Schultz, Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day coming and going. Uh, Chris Lewis, wide receiver, Mr. Everything for Troy, actually announced he is coming back. He's not going to the transfer portal. He's not going pro. He's coming back to Troy. Uh, He had, he was their deep threat. I should have done this before I started this, but let's, let's see. Chris Lewis stats. He he had three touchdowns against South Alabama, and in each one of them, they were he was covered. <laughs> so he had some interesting uh, numbers. Right, he's got ten receiving touchdowns. He only had thirty-two receptions. He only had thirty-two catches for seven hundred and thirty-five yards. That's twenty-three yards. Poor catch. That's outstanding, right? And 10 of them were touchdowns. So almost one-third of his catches were touchdowns. That's outstanding. He's got to do better than the 32. So maybe that's why he's coming back. But the other thing is, you know, he is coming back when the one guy who's not coming back is the quarterback, right? Gunner Watson. He's finished six years of college football, playing in the bowl game. He is, he will not be back uh, next year. The other gentleman who had some news on... Uh, Who had some news on Monday was uh, Kamani Vidal, who was voted as an All-American. AP All-American, first Troy's first AP All-American since 2000. He was third team, right? He was the Sunbelt Offensive Player of the Year. Jordan McLeod, the quarterback at JMU, was the Player of the Year. But Kamani Vidal and his five touchdowns in the uh, Sun Belt Championship ball game uh, are third team All American. Now, is he going to go pro? One would think he can come back. He played in 2020, so he has that extra year. I have not seen if he has announced one way or another. So he may be back. And that's certainly going to help out the quarterback. Uh, whoever that may be. Uh, moving forward. So we shall see what Kamani Vidal decides to do. All right. If he decides to leave, does he have a, you know, senior bowl invite? One would think that he would have one. Oh, we did have, um, we did have one goings. Let me see. Um, no. Uh, hold on. It, it is. I always get this wrong. It is. It's Marcus Carroll, right? Yes. Uh, Marcus Carroll from Georgia State. He is now at Missouri. So he went from Georgia State. And not only did he get a power five offer, he landed in the SEC. That's a nice move for Marcus Carroll. Hopefully it works out for him. All right. Uh, and we mentioned this in yesterday's show about the transfer portal. These these kids don't take very long. They're usually in there for a week or two. And, and you would presume uh, that the coaches are telling them, hey, don't wait. Find a place. Make a decision. Right. Do not play games because you'll end up with no place to play. So, that's another coming and going. So, Marcus Carroll Jr., who had a fantastic year at Georgia State, along with Kamani Vidal at Troy, um, Carroll headed to uh, Missouri. So, that's a big deal for Mizzou and for Marcus Carroll, for that fact of the matter. I guess we quickly, we can see here, Sunbelt stats. These guys, I think, were 1-2 in um, Sunbelt Conference stats. Were 1-2 in rushing. Carroll may have led... The conference, if I'm not mistaken. Let's see here. Select the season. Computer doesn't want to work. There we go. Rushing leaders. Come on, Videl led the Sun Belt uh, with 1582 yards because he had the extra ball game but only six more attempts. Uh, Marcus Carroll was second with 1,350. So they both had great years. Uh, Carroll actually had more touchdowns in the regular season, 13 to nine, but Kamani Vidal with his five touchdown game, as we mentioned, against uh, App State in the uh, championship ball game, uh, has him leading the conference with 14. So we'll find out if uh, if Kamani Vidal, if we get an announcement, if he's going pro or what his plans are going to be doing. But uh, Chris Lewis the fantastic deep threat wide receiver from Troy is returning to uh, the Trojans uh quick thanks probably should have done this at the top but we got into the demolition day so quickly uh our subscriptions have you know exploded so to, so to speak um we went we started the day needing like 125 and i'm 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 need now less than 90 to get to a thousand. So thank you so much. It means a ton, uh, in, in not the easiest time for me. So if you know, people who like Sunbelt, you know, please have them subscribe to the YouTube channel. We can get to a thousand by, you know, January 1st. It is a big help. So thank you so much. Don't forget about the, uh, audio podcast as well. So appreciate that it is, uh, you know, Apple podcast or Spotify, you can find it wherever wherever you're looking, wherever you get your audio podcast from, you can just do search lockdown Sunbelt and it will be there. If it's not, let me know. We can fix that. Uh, Again, thanks so much. We will start previewing the uh, bowl games moving forward. And again, we'll be at the new Orleans bowl uh, on Saturday and planning to go to the raging Cajuns and McNeese basketball game on Sunday, just to throw it out there. McNeese did a great, hype video with will wade coming back i mean it's over the top but it's on point and it's hilarious so good good for them all involved all right back after well not back after this we will be back tomorrow all right so thanks so much for tuning in thanks again for the subscriptions it really means a lot i really do appreciate it Uh, i'm dave schultz and you've been watching and listening to lockdown sunbelt your team every day talk to you again on wednesday